Hello, welcome to Anton Knows. This is part six of Invincible. We're continuing with our adventures. And this is volume 21 to 23. And this is episode 122. Okay, we will continue with Invincible until the very end. There is a special after the last two parts. We'll talk about that at the end. And we'll talk a little bit about the movie I just saw, Dune Part 2. But let's get into Invincible, shall we? Part 21, Family Matters. Yes, again, back to the sitcom titles. Okay. Frag, uh, the, you know, the fellow that kind of looks like Freddie Mercury, fans call him that. But Frag is not like Freddie Mercury. He used to be the former virtual emperor, but now he's uh, banished. Okay. So he is basically looking for a challenge. So there's this other hero. He's kind of like a hero for hire or a uh, warrior who looks around for challenges. And he looks like a lion, and his name is Battle Beast. Okay? And so his race basically wanders around the galaxy looking for fights. You know, he's looking for the ultimate fight. So he finds it with Frag. So he takes him on, and, and they beat each other up throughout the, the whole part of this series. Okay? His other plan is that Frag basically has uh, went to that insect planet that Mark and Omni-Man uh, 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 saved, and uh, they can breed in great numbers. So he impregnates all of the girl insect aliens and uh, has them all have children. Now, he doesn't really care about these children. He treats them like soldiers. He basically says, die for your emperor, and that's it. So he is basically building an army so he can invade Earth again. He could take over what's left of the Virtuite Empire, take on the Coalition of Worlds, and eventually attack Earth. So what are Mark and Eve doing in all this part? Omni-Man and his wife decide they're going to leave Earth. They're going to leave Earth permanently because there really isn't any reason for them to stay because... Uh, you would think that uh, Robot, a.k.a. Um, he uh, named himself after Rex Plode, so he calls himself Rex after he, he made himself a human body. He basically rules the world. He's basically turned the world into a utopia, but if you disobey his rules, he can be really harsh and really cruel. So... Mark and Eve decide they're going to have to leave Earth, too. They're, they have no reason to stay. They can't fight crime. They can't be heroes. And they even can't be a regular couple just there because of all the pressure from Robot. And probably one of the funniest exchanges I've ever seen in comics, Mark goes back to his LCS. Now, you would think at your local comic book store, they wouldn't be holding your poll list after so many years. They would have forgot all about you and said, you, what are you doing here, you know? But no, he runs into one of these comic book guys who's like, looks like a, you know, he's got all kinds of tattoos and piercings and stuff. And he said, oh, I, I laid your, your uh, science dog uh, aside. I would read them every now and then and uh, let you, uh, and uh, my boss just never noticed. And he went, oh, well, thanks. So he picks up a big bag of comics. I'll have to someday 
go and sit down and just read all of them. And, and he's like, oh, they're pretty good. I hate it when they do this to heroes and they kill off villains and bring them back and things like that. And so he's like, oh, I, 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 so you like them? I didn't know that. And the, the comic book guy's like, no, they're trash. <laughs> so he uh, buys them and he helps out some uh, people while he's out there. But Robot's like, don't. Don't, you know, don't interfere with my stuff. You know, I have drones. I can handle this. Okay? So, they take their new baby. They name her Tara after Earth. You know, very symbolism, as Catherine said, my sister. And they decide to begin a new life on a new world with the Coalition of Worlds. Okay? And they deal with uh, Mark's brother, Marky. He uh, has an alien wife because, remember, he's part virtuai, part insect. So what he looks on as, be- as we look on as beautiful or, uh, or strange, he looks on as beautiful. Okay? So they, the family is all reunited and everybody is happy that, that Mark and Eve have decided to live there. And they pack up and they have to deal with you know strange customs and so forth and so on. Now, what do you do now when you're on a, in, a, in a distant galaxy on another alien world when your baby gets sick? Okay? So they rush her to the hospital. Okay? In the conclusion of this part, Frag kills Battle Beast in a horrible battle and turns his skin and wears it like a trophy. 22. Reboot. That's another old... TV show. That's from Saturday morning, if you remember that one about Reboot, who is a, about a group of blue and green people that was one of the first computer-generated uh, cartoons for Saturday morning. A lot of people liked it. Well, Robot makes things hard for all the heroes on Earth. He basically makes them either leave and even his girlfriend and his Girlfriend has a uh, uh, a a son that she uh, had, and, and so she. But she, when she, she uh, remembers, the son remembers her when her monster form. But even there, they just they decide, you know, okay, you can do one or two things: live here on Earth and obey my rules, or leave. So all of them decide they've had enough. They decide to leave. All right? And uh, that's what they do. So Mark joins the Coalition of Worlds with Alan the Alien. Alan meets Tara, and they, you know, kind of, oh, what a lovely baby and everything like that. And then he's like, you know, come on, Mark, join the Coalition of Worlds. And he didn't want to do it. He's like, I don't want to be a superhero. I don't want to fly around and do missions anymore. I want to be with my family. I want to be with my wife. I want to be with my kid. But reluctantly, his brother's like, oh, come on. It'll be so great. You know, you and me together. And he's like, oh, all right. I'll, I'll join. So he doesn't wear the uh, on, uh, the uh, suit. He wears sort of a, uh, a Coalition of Worlds version of their of his costume. He doesn't wear the mask or, or anything. I guess he doesn't have to. So... They go uh, on a distant mission and find uh, that Frag is at work again and uh, worlds are being devastated 
and he wanders into a cave. Very much like Star Trek, he falls into the cave and runs into a supernatural, strange, time-traveling entity. You know kind of where this is going. And the entity, he wakes up, and he's back home, in his family home, where he uh, is, you know, and, and his mother's banging on the bathroom door saying, Honey, you're going to be late for school. So he has all the knowledge of what had happened to him in the past, but he does is, is no connection to his wife, no connection to his child. None of those things will ever happen, but he knows what's going to happen. So he knows about the, that his father's going to slaughter the Guardians of the Globe. He knows that the, t- the Teen Teen is still together and Rexplode is still alive. And she's now with Eve. Remember, they had a relationship before he knew her. And so he eventually tells him, yeah, I'm invincible and so forth. And helps them battle aliens all over again. Does sort of this reboot, sort of this retread of everything that he's done. And he eventually confronts his father. He says, look, Dad, I know what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to kill the Guardians of the Globe, and I don't want you to do this. Come on, you know. We could do this. So they, they fight again, and he kept trying to explain this to him. So eventually he informs the Guardians, and the Guardians and them, he, and he almost wounds, fatally wounds um, the Immortal, and the rest of the heroes, subdue, using all their abilities, they subdue Omni-Man, and they imprison him. And his father basically says, I'm glad you did this, son. Because then I would have had to either kill you or kill all the Guardians. And I didn't really want to do this. I had an obligation, but I don't want to do it. So eventually, uh, Cecil, who is also still alive at this point in this alternate timeline, which gets confusing, you know, and says to him, you can go, uh, you can leave. So Invincible is happy at first, but then he misses his wife. He misses his child. He wants to go back to his own timeline. He keeps begging the entity to come back to no avail. I want this to be over now. Could you please end this? But to no avail, it it doesn't appear. So finally, he's sitting in his bedroom, and the entity reappears. And he says, says, oh, you're the one who's going to change destiny. You're the one who's going to save all our worlds. You're the one who's going to alter the past. And can you imagine a superhero doing this? He says, no, I don't want to do that. I'm, I want to go back to my own timeline. I want to go back to my wife. I want to go back to my child. Well, technically, they're not married yet, but you know what I mean. And he, uh, the entity is like, what? You're the chosen one. You're the one that's going to do this. And he says, no, I don't want to do it. I want to go back to my own timeline. So reluctantly, the entity's like, fine, you failed, you, you're useless, go, go back to your wife, go back to your... So he wakes up back in the cave, I can't do this, I can't... He wakes up, and he's like, oh. So he flies back to the Coalition of Worlds, he finds Eve, and she says, you've been gone for months. Everybody thought you were dead. And she, and she kind of feels like she had moved on. And she, she said, look, Mark, I can't go through this anymore. I can't find that you're dead and then you're alive again. And you're dead and you're alive again. I can't take this. You know? I just had to raise our little 
girl on her own, and I didn't know what to do. I would sit and pray that you would come home, but... So, his little daughter walks into the room and says, uh, are you my dad? Are you my daddy? And she's not a little baby anymore. Remember, when he left, she was a baby. Now, she's a young girl. And he's just, like, overwhelmed with uh, happiness and sorrow at the same time. Can comics do that? Heck, yeah, they can. Okay, 23, Full House. We all remember that. Everywhere you look. Yeah, it's that theme song. Uh, Family uh, uh, reunites. Everyone's happy that Mark is alive. And even him kind of put everything back together and realized that this this is better. Uh, Alan is happy for him. Everyone is happy for him. Now, a lot of other stuff happens while this is all going on. And Mark's brother kind of betrays them to uh, Frag. And Frag basically is just waiting. So he tries to negotiate with Mark a couple of times and to no avail. So they have a new house, a new home, a little robot and everything, and Frag now has an army, these children, but he treats them like soldiers. He treats them like, die for your emperor, that is your purpose. They have no empathy. They don't understand understand pity, love, understanding. All they have is, the emperor is your, you know, your big guy, you die for him, that is your purpose. And they don't understand anything else. They don't have any other like avenues of their lives. They have, they have emotions, but they just don't know how to use them. So they attack Eve. They attack Mark. And they, they're intended to kill Tara, too. They kill Marky. Yeah, they kill his little bro- They kill his poor little brother. And so Eve has the power to regenerate just like a Time Lord. She regenerates. And she's able to bring back her husband. Now, her poor little daughter is sitting there crying, thinking that her family is dead, and then they wake up and they regenerate. But it was unable to save Mark's brother. They were dead too long. He could, she couldn't save them. So now begins the beginning of the end. Next time, we will discuss the last two volumes and a special, we'll talk about that a little bit, of... The end of all things. That's from the Bible, if you don't know that. And it's interesting. Okay, now beyond the world of Invincible, I went to see Dune 2. Should you go see it? Absolutely go see it. It's a lot of fun. It's not a typical science fiction uh, movie. It's very uh, talky. It's a lot of things and a lot of biblical references and a lot of things. If you've ever read the book, you know that or seen the original from David Lynch's version, which they tried to cram into everything into one movie, and it was just too hard. Splitting this movie into three parts is a good idea because then you can understand everything. We get the duel in this, you know. Some of the big lines are in it, like Long Live the Fighters, that's in this, but none of the others, the part that Sting does where he's dancing around, the actor that plays the main villain in this is more uh, sadistic and and we get the Baron 
the visuals and everything feel very otherworldly. And it feels very, the sets, the costumes, very, very much like Arrakis and Dune and all this other stuff. So you should definitely go see it this year. A lot of movies coming out this year to see. We'll talk about that. A few future Anto knows. I plan to go see Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. I plan to go see uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Inside Out 2, and a couple of the other big movies if I can get to them. And we'll see how that goes in future movie reviews in the uh, newspaper that I write for and in Anto Knows. Okay? So we'll continue with Invincible next time with the end of all things. And I hope you're enjoying all this. Let me know in the comments below what you all think of all this. Let me know what you're writing about. When you see my face there on Facebook, haha. You will see, uh, could write a little comment. It's always great to do that. I'll see you again on another Anto Nose.